everyone. Welcome to the Tomorrow's MSP podcast, the voice of the medical services profession, where medical services professionals and industry experts contribute their voices about popular topics, including the impacts of artificial intelligence, MSP core competencies, department advocacy, leadership, and more. I'm your host, Lauren Leocoris, content editor for NAMS. So go ahead and introduce yourself. My name is Heidi Thompson. I am the System Director of Medical Staff Services at St. Luke's Health System based in Boise, Idaho. And I love my role. I love this company. This health system is so progressive and they are all movers and shakers and always striving for improvement. So I really am blessed to be able to work here. Can you talk a little bit about your career journey as an MSP and the steps you took to assume a director role? Yes, well, I started a lot of years ago. In 1984, I began my first role as a medical staff services professional. It was in a hospital in Kansas, and I was the executive assistant to the CEO at the time, and they asked me to assume the duties of the medical staff coordinator as well. I loved that role. I worked in that role for six years and then ended up moving to the West Coast, to San Diego, where I found my first managed care role in 1990. From there, I progressed and my first director role was in 1996. I consulted in 2006. And then in 2009, I had a role at a large university health system, and I learned a great deal during that time. I was a regional director in 2014, and when I came to St. Luke's, that was my role here as well. When I first joined the health system in 2017, they promoted me to the system director. So now I have responsibility for 11 hospitals across the system. We have over 300 ambulatory clinics. And then we have some hospitals within hospitals that are tied to the medical staff. So there's seven separate medical staffs and several hospitals within some of those medical staffs. So it's an exciting role and I have really enjoyed being here. I enjoy being a leader and supporting my teams. What does the phrase managing up mean to you and what does it entail? As a leader, I view managing up an essential skill for a leader, and I work to manage up the associates on my team. So a lot of times in the literature and in organizational behavior, they will view managing up as managing up your leader. I manage up my leader as well, but my view of managing up is to manage up my team members, and I seek their feedback. I support them by removing barriers that impede their work. And I always have their backs. So that to me is managing up. Managing up can also be likened to serving your team by celebrating their successes. And when things go wrong, roll up your sleeves together and work through the problem and identify where the process failed or what caused the failure so that we can learn and improve the process. One of the things that I am constantly sharing with my teams is to continually strive for excellence and continually strive to improve the process. When they come to me with problems and issues, 
I always want to work together on processes that involve them directly because they are doing that at the desk work that needs to be done. And I want to know their barriers, their problems, what works well for them and what doesn't work well for them so that we can improve the process. And I think that is one level of managing up and thinking positively when they give you feedback. Based on the core competencies that are essential in the medical services profession, how does managing up as a skill fit in? I would say managing up is both a skill and an attribute that MSPs need to work at and develop in themselves. MSPs tend to be driven and competitive. They're passionate about their career. So the natural tendency may be to do the opposite. However, if you reframe your thought processes, success, synergy, and progress naturally follow managing up. And as you said, the traditional view of managing up, if you possess this attribute and develop this skill, then you will naturally manage up your leader. You will naturally manage up those people that report to you also. And I think in today's healthcare environment, I would say the skill of managing up is an essential skill for MSPs now and in the future. MSPs are the gatekeepers of patient safety, ensuring quality care through the credentialing and privileging of healthcare providers in an ever-changing industry. Expand your knowledge base and core competencies by visiting nams.org forward slash education. Do you think this is a skill that most MSPs have, or is it something that needs to be improved across healthcare system teams? I don't think it's a skill that MSPs naturally have. I think it is a skill and an attribute that takes work and you have to develop. I do think managing up as a skill actually is needed to be developed all across healthcare as an industry. We have a lot of opportunity, especially right now in this pandemic, to be able to grant a little more grace to our fellow workers, and especially those workers on the front lines, physicians that are working unprecedented hours and in situations they've never found themselves in. And our work still has to continue. So granting that grace, managing up, doing what you can to help. I think one thing is that you have to accept and allow your leaders and your associates to challenge you. That is one thing that will help you develop the skill and attribute of managing up. Allow others to play devil's advocate to speak freely, to share alternative points of view. As a leader, you need to ensure that that environment allows that free exchange and that your team members feel safe in providing the feedback to you, to each other, to others in the organization. When you have that sense of team and culture where managing up is a natural attribute, that's when those teams create synergy and they begin to actually work so well together that they are continually striving to make things better. I would say when teams across the system are living the vision that they help to create 
in an environment where leaders have been humble enough to guide and allow free sharing of ideas, then managing up as a skill and an attribute becomes second nature to the leader and the team members themselves. What are some fundamental ways MSPs can improve their managing up skills? I think one really great behavior is to always assume positive intent. When the news is not what you want to hear, if you can just say in your mind, I am going to assume positive intent, that will help you to think on a higher level and possibly have compassion for that person that may be sharing some difficult news. Respectfully communicate. Communication is so important. And I have learned over the years that not everyone hears everything in the same way, and they certainly don't recall it in the same way. So respectful communication is so important so that there is an environment of safety, but there is also an environment of respect that you have respect for your leader, your leader has respect for you, and if you are a leader, that you have respect for your team members and communicate respectfully with them. And then learn how they receive communication. As a leader, when I have a new team member that comes on the team, I have a little tool that I send to every one of them that helps me to learn a little bit about them, how they like to be communicated with. And I ask them two questions in that regard. I ask, how do you like to be communicated with when things go great? And how do you like to be communicated with when things don't go well? because it is oftentimes different, and I need to know that to be able to help. Listening actively is so important. I think, especially in this day and age where you can multitask during virtual meetings, it's so important to listen actively and to be present so that you are able to participate and they know they have your full attention with your leader or with your staff members either way. Support an environment that allows the flow of ideas to truly flow. Don't put barriers in the way. Let the ideas flow. Let there be brainstorming and creativity in coming up with new ideas. I think that is so very important. And when you're in an environment like that, performance improvement will naturally occur because everyone wants to improve on themselves, their career, their processes, anything that will make their situation easier or better, they naturally want to do that. And then again, I think an environment of support where teams support leaders and leaders support teams, sort of a level playing field. I, with my current leader, so I had an incredible leader when I came to this organization. And of course, because he was an incredible leader, he was promoted. And then I had to report to someone else. And that initial relationship with my new leader was a difficult change for me and for him. But we have worked through all those difficulties. And honestly, I can say I feel completely free in sharing everything with him. 
everything about my day. He checks in with me once a week. And just yesterday, we had a conversation where I told him, you know, today is a difficult day for me. And so I'm not feeling as positive as I normally would. And he just, you know, gave me some feedback on all the things that have been going on and where I have been successful. And he said, so don't be so hard on yourself. And I really appreciated that. And I learn from those leaders that have developed those skills that help me to be a better leader myself. And how important is it to identify a successor when you reach a management position? I think it's very important. I did not realize over the course of my career that in each level of my career, I have helped people to move along and to improve their career and to grow in the areas that they wanted to grow. Uh, Sometimes hindsight is so much better than in the moment. You don't realize that you're helping anyone, but I have had a number of team members across my career that have gone on to be leaders themselves, and they're great leaders, and those attributes I was able to help develop them in some small way so that they could further their career and grow in this field. So I'm grateful to have participated in that way. At the time, I don't know that I thought I was helping to develop them as leaders, but I certainly was trying to help them grow in the position they were currently in. I have a goal set for my retirement, and I had that goal set before I joined the St. Luke's organization. And when I retire, I will retire with 40 years as an MSP. So that's a long career and I'm getting close. And a couple of years ago, I met with my leader and said, this is my target date for retirement and I want to talk about succession planning for my team. And he spent a lot of time with me on how to develop a succession plan and identifying people that could take over when I retire. And so I literally just developed an outline. I ran it by him and told him the two people that I had identified that I thought either one could take over when I leave. And so I met with those two individuals a couple of years ago, actually, and told them, you know, I've identified you as a possible successor for my role when I leave the organization. And I said, this is my outline, and I want you over the course of the next two years in our one-on-one meetings to help develop this so that if you're chosen to take this role, that you will be successful. And, you know, as we work in these organizations, we do all these things that we don't want to fail when we leave. And so I have been working with these two individuals since then. And honestly, I can see as I I was just thinking about this yesterday, a year out from my retirement, I want the person to be functioning in the role and I'll just be there as a resource to help them and so that they're comfortable when I leave and all the medical staffs are comfortable when I leave and the organization continues to be successful. 
So those are some things that I think are important to identify successors. Now, if you're not retiring, you still, you have dreams and ambitions to set your goals so that you can continue to progress in your career choice. And so I feel like it's important to kind of think about that as you progress in your career and develop tools while you're in a position so that if something happens suddenly, people would know what you do. Document your processes so that others can do it if you're not there. Like what you hear on the Tomorrow's MSP podcast? Visit namsgateway.org to catch up on more content and insights from medical services professionals and industry experts. What are some specific ways to prepare your successor for a management position? You can't just do a succession plan on paper. So you, you need to be able to progressively give them more responsibility so that they can practice before they're on the hot seat. It's important to be able to do that. I would have loved to have had a safety net in some of the situations I've experienced over the last 36 years of my career. But I think that's so important, especially with the MSPs of tomorrow. We are embarking on a whole new environment in this career field where we are so much more automated. We are not tied to a physical hospital plant or building. We are conversing with our medical staff leaders in different ways every day. Virtual meetings, who knew that the answer to getting physicians to attend their department meetings was to make the meetings virtual because our attendance has gone up by 75%. We're actually concerned about our annual medical staff meeting that typically it's a medical staff of over 1,500 physicians and typically one or 200 attend the annual staff meeting. Now we're worried that we'll have over 1,000 and do we have a platform that can support that? So I think as a leader, I think we need to progressively help our team members to be in situations where they have an opportunity to lead, but have a resource that can catch them if they become uncomfortable. I have attended a lot of uh, meetings with coordinators and allow the coordinators to lead. And then when they, we have a signal when they are feeling uncomfortable and like they can't answer the question, and then I can help. But I, that has resulted in a lot of our coordinators even being able to lead and help their medical staffs and help one another. And so I think that is one way to prepare others to be ready for a management role. Continually give them opportunities to stretch themselves. I have one manager. She's a manager now. When she was a coordinator, she has a terrible fear of public speaking. And I didn't know this. And I asked her to present something at a medical executive committee meeting. And she literally lost her voice. 
and could not speak. And so I just helped her through it and we got through it. I said, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize that you had that fear. And we have since worked through that and now she's great. She can speak in public without a problem. But that was, uh, as a leader, I should have explored that before so that I would have been able to help her through that. And and so, yeah, those are some ideas I have for developing others for management positions. And do you have any closing thoughts you'd like to share? I would say the MSPs of tomorrow will love this profession as much as I have and will be passionate and competent and capable and will do things that I cannot even imagine now. I know that this career field will still be around for years because there need to be the gatekeepers of patient safety. It's so very important. And while it may look different and what we have done for years will be different, we have already progressed so far and I know that progression will continue to accelerate. But just be kind to yourself take care of yourself, be a servant to those that you work with, help them to know that you care about them, no matter what your role, whether your role is an administrative assistant or a medical staff coordinator or working in a CVO, your work is so very, very important. And work at acquiring the skill and attribute of managing up in all areas of your life. It works in every area, whether you're a leader or not a leader. And that's what I would leave with you today. Thank you for listening to the Tomorrow's MSP podcast, the voice of the medical services profession. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to tune in to the next episode to stay up to date on the latest news and insights. Read more in-depth articles on trending topics by visiting us at namsgateway.org. Until next time.